Welcome to Unique Careers, Unique Lives. This is a show, and I'm on a quest. A quest to find how people get unstuck and create unique careers, unique lives. Every week, I interview a guest to find their answer. Will you join me? Let's begin. I'm so excited for this episode. In this episode, my guest is Allegra Stein. Allegra is a coach, helping awesome people do the things they really, really want to do. She calls herself the champion of the unknown. We met in a nice community. It clicked and I got her for this podcast. She has a wonderful story from wildlife biology to Peace Corps in Bulgaria, then back to teaching and then coaching. We talked about navigating the unknown, having multiple interests, being an activator, how to get unstuck and having trust in yourself. And I guess we talked about so many more. It was so wonderful talking with her and I'm sure you will enjoy this episode. Talk to you at the end. I actually want to start with saying how we met. So I really am happy about the opportunities or the life or uh, all the coincidences that brought us together. We met in Forward Blink in the Akimbo Day. Yes. So for the people who don't know about this, we are both in Akimbo community. We have been participants in uh, one of the Akimbo workshops. Which one you participated? I did TMS5 and I did a run of the story um, skills class. All right. So I was in the podcasting fellowship and nice. after, yeah. So after one graduates from an Akimbo workshop, one gets the chance to be in the bigger community called Forward Link. And the first time I think it happened that there was a festival and yeah, we were, we were in a breakout room where we, I don't know what we were working on, but we were working. We were doing on- our wish casting or we were, it was our reciprocity circle and people were asking for what they wanted. And I said, I'd like to be a guest on a podcast. And you said, I have a podcast. Oh, no. No, it wasn't like this. No, that, that, that we, it was, I think, like a kind of introduction or there was like two questions that would guide an intimate conversation or connecting deeper. Yeah. And then we shared like what we are doing, what's going on. And I told you about the podcast and you were, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's um, right. I would like to be in. And I said, I would like you to be in. And Perfect. So from there, we started communicating about that. And you were very generous that you joined me in the podcast. I was wondering, so what does this tell about you? What do you mean? So, what do you mean? What does it tell about me? There's a certain quality of you that like, I feel sees things, sees opportunities, or maybe like something that you feel exciting and you just take the opportunity and you just go with it. Yes. I mean, I guess a couple of things. I like saying yes to things. I like having just a spirit of like, "Mm, yes, let's see where that takes us. And I also am practicing um, being more honest and bold about making requests 
So I, when I just, yeah, just making requests of people with no expectation that they say yes or no. One of my favorite phrases is both yes and no are perfect answers. And it allows, it gives me, it helps me feel more comfortable asking for things because I follow it up with genuine permission to say yes or no. Um, and I think it also helps the person I'm talking to because they're given permission to say no, which I don't think we often give one another. And so it just, uh, I'm just trying to be more open and available for opportunities, both in noticing when they might be there and asking if I feel like it could be a fit. How did you become this person that is comfortable with asking? That's such a Gosh. difficult skill to have. I practiced. I, I practiced. It was one of my coaches that told, that gave me that, that both yes and no are perfect answers. And it, it's just, it's something that I have practiced for years. Um, my relationship to asking for what I want and being comfortable with whatever the answer is, being comfortable with no, being comfortable with yes. And I think it, it just allows for more possibility when we are authentic and we, oftentimes we, we kind of expect others to read our minds or we just wait, like, I'll just wait. I hope this happens. I'll wait is the opposite of creation. And to create things, we have to ask people, <laughs> like we have to ask for things. And I think it's such an important skill and one that I've just been practicing it's how I build my coaching practice. It's how I, it's how I make connections. And I find that that those, it's just an attitude towards possibility maybe that I try and be more engaged with. Hmm. I like the word possibilities. And I think there's something about possibilities that is in your work. We do a little transition to what you do and how sure. possibilities and unknown. I know unknown is another word that you love it. like. So I how do, do the, how do these come into play in what you do? What do you do for the people who don't know? Well, so what I do is I I love working with um I love working with women who want to build self-awareness as a tool for moving forward on an idea or a change or a shift. Um, I love big ideas. I love when I'm in partnership with someone who's ready to like make a change, to say yes to something new that they've maybe been thinking about for a while, but haven't yet taken the step to do. Um, and this past summer, as I was telling you earlier, I, I got certified in a new framework called UMAP that I have really enjoyed leading my clients through to truly build and deepen and embody this self-awareness around what makes us tick and really clarify and give language to how we want to show up. And it's particularly useful in career passing and career development and career change. 
And that's been incredibly rewarding. And it's a direction I'm excited to continue heading into 2020. I, I work with individuals on a one-on-one basis and we do UMAP work together. And some clients want to have longer partnerships because they just want to have someone on their team who is there for them and to support them in that unknown space. Um, I'm a big fan of the unknown. I have stepped into it many times myself. And I find that it is where we learn the most about what we're capable of and who we are. And we build a degree of self-reliance that I think we, we aren't as exposed to or as pushed to uncover when we kind of stay in our comfortable status quo lane. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I always, yeah, I always, I'm, I'm lately. I've been talking about this space of the unknown and how the only thing we can really be sure of is ourselves, and so it pushes us to deepen that inner strength and sense of capability when we don't exactly exactly know how things are going to turn out. And I love that. Mm, and you were smiling while you were telling yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And career change is really an opportunity for that. When people are thinking about doing something different, it challenges so much of what we know about ourselves, our identities, our sense of security. And, you know, it can really push buttons to think about making a shift or asking for a change or having a conversation or trying to reshape our role, you know, whatever it looks like on the spectrum of career change and shift. Doing something new always comes with a measure of discomfort, and I'm here for that. <laughs> That's great that you are there to support people who are in this unknown wing uh, feeling, but actually yeah. it's something amazing maybe waiting for them when they go through that feeling. Yes. And I was wondering, while you were talking about what you do, I felt a lot of clarity that you had for yourself, how you feel when you do the work and how you help people feel. And I was wondering what was your process of finding that clarity uh, versus being in the unknown? So what happened for you? Well, it's actually been that clarity, I will honestly say, came out of my own commitment to building my own self-awareness through getting my UMAP done when I went through the certification. I mean, the year prior, I was really in, well, not a year, but for about nine months, I was really in this space of like, I have, I just don't know what, it felt nebulous. Like the work I do felt a little bit hard to put my hands around. And the clients I would work with could get it, you know, they would get, it would just be this feeling between us but there was just something I was looking for a little bit more polish, like a sharpening of the, the sword, so to speak, of like, what is it really that I'm doing and how am I serving? And over this past summer, again, when I discovered UMAP, when I started learning about it and I went through the certification, you know, as with a lot of self-development and awareness programs, you learn through the doing. And so I was like, okay, I want to, I want to have this clarity for myself because it just felt, I just had lost something. And when I 
committed to relearning about myself and clarifying all the different parts of what made me a unique coach. And then seeing how I could bring that work to other people. It was like a, I don't know, it was like a switch went off and suddenly I was like, oh yeah, this makes perfect sense. It, it fit in perfectly with the work I'd been doing as a coach for the past six, seven years. It was, it was just almost like this missing piece that I'm really excited to be riding the enthusiasm and energy around. The more clients that I work on, work with through this modality or kind of starting with this framework, the more I'm just like, it just makes such sense. And I'm evidence of it because now I can very confidently speak to what my strengths are and what my preferred skills are and what values are most important to me and the interests that I have. And seeing that for myself has given me a level of clarity and confidence that I felt I'd lost a little bit of touch with. Hmm. So it was clarity about yourself, your strengths, your values, your interests, provided also the clarity how you want to serve people. Yes. All right. That's fantastic. And the framework that you were talking about was you... It's called UMAP. Oh, UMAP. All right. It's called UMAP. And it's essentially, it's this holistic, very intuitive um, tool for self building self-awareness. And it, it, it breaks apart, it breaks down kind of this big picture into very clear and just intuitive parts. So you're like, okay, well, what are my strengths? And what does that mean that these are my strengths? And then I'm going to bring in the filter of like, and what are my values? Like what's most important to me? Have I ever really sat down and like ranked my values and defined what they are? What are my skills? How do I how do I actually want to be spending my time every day? What what energizes me? What burns me out? And how can I make sure that I'm spending more time doing the preferred skills and less time during the burnout skills? And finally, my personality. Like what do I need? What lights me up just as a that's aligned with my personality as far as what my interests are? And how can I make sure, you know, how does that then kind of mix into this, this beautiful collection of, I call them ingredients with my clients. I'm like, we're going to figure out all these awesome ingredients and then we're going to see how they start working together. And something really magical happens when you can, you put into words all of these things that you kind of know inside, but you've perhaps had a difficult time explaining to people. And that's been one of the greatest values to me is that it didn't tell me anything I didn't already know, right? It was very intuitive. There was nothing surprising, but it was clarifying in the sense that it was like, yes, like that's, that's what I'm really great at. And this is how I like to spend my time. And this is what's important to me. And this is what I'm interested in you know, like all the pieces click together in my mind. So I have now taken that awareness and it's allowing me to speak just much more clearly about what I do because what I want to do is help others experience that using this tool. The image that happened for me when you were telling was that 
so Marie Kondo, the yeah. KonMari technique that I implemented last year, what I did was I checked everything that I had and said, okay, does it spark joy? And I realized a lot of clothes actually didn't spark joy. I eliminated my wardrobe, most of the things, and I kept the things that I really liked. And now when I wear them, I feel really powerful and inspired and creative. And I felt what you said, it's like owning or wearing the things that define you on you and feeling powerful with that and defining yourself new you knew all those things but it was like hidden somewhere right in the closet with everything now oh, that they great. are clearly outside <laughs> that, that's the feeling it gave to me that I could feel how uh, powerful that can be to oh, see that's clearly awesome. yeah. oh I love that yeah it's like it's been there the whole time it's not like there were any surprise there may have been some surprises but it was like an intuitive surprise like oh I remember that sweater and you're right you when you can but the the Marie Kondo works only if you are willing to spend time looking in your closet and that is where the work that's where the practice comes in that's where the commitment comes in to actually pausing and looking and that's I, I you know I, I find that really rewarding is you know when clients and I work together, I'm always like, let's spend a month on this. Like we're not just, I mean, we can do it quicker. I can, we can get your UMAP and look at it really quick. That's not a problem. And if you're willing to just pause, like just let's take a month and look at what all that magic is in your closet. Let's, you know, what are your, your strengths and your skills and your values and your interests at the end of that month, you're just like, Oh, now I just have this collection of things that represent me and that are me. And now I want to take it out and apply it. It's really, it's really powerful to watch. Hmm. So you took for yourself the time to go deeper into that. And before yeah. that, you were already coaching. I think you yeah. are coaching. You've been coaching since seven years or for seven yeah, years. About seven years. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got my certification, my uh, original certification in 2012. Um, before that I'd been doing all kinds of things to move me into the unknown. Cause that's what I really love. Yeah. So I was curious, how did you end up choosing coaching as a profession where you are right now? Well, I had spent after I, I studied biology, wildlife biology at university in California. And after that, I kind of traveled a bit and I lived on my own and was just kind of in that field and then ended up joining the Peace Corps, which um, I was stationed in Bulgaria in Eastern Europe for over two years. And that was, I mean, that was transformative. That was kind of my first very conscious, deliberate decision to do something totally unknown because I just had this innate sense that it was, it was the way I was going to really learn about myself was going to be to kind of remove what was comfortable and just go do this thing. So that was the first experience of it. And it was transformative. And then after I returned from the Peace Corps, I decided to um, become a teacher because I had taken a teaching course at university and was just very intrigued by the art and skill of teaching. Uh, so I joined Teach for America, which was another kind of sponsorship program that uh, invited me to come to New York 
I was in California. So I moved to New York on my own again, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's go find out. And so I moved to New York and I uh, started grad school in teaching and I, they, they trained me for a couple months and then put me in a classroom. And it was the most incredible life-changing experience. I thought the Peace Corps was hard. Well, teaching eighth graders was even harder <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> and then I, um, over the course of that time, I uh, got married. I was planning on having kids. And after five years of teaching and to ended up teaching at the high school level for a few years, I resigned to have my kids. And after a couple of years, a friend of mine said, you know, you're really great to talk to, you know, you're, you're really great to talk to. Um, have you thought about becoming a counselor, a therapist? And I started inquiring into that route, but it was just a little too comprehensive for where I was in my life. Cause I had very, very young kids. And, but over the course of that, I discovered the field of coaching and was, there was something about it that just felt right to me. I had loved working with some of my older students on their next steps. And I was always just like, so excited for what lay ahead of them and coaching with me anyway, is a very like present and forward looking partnership. Um, and I just, it felt right. And I once again, kind of took the leap, not knowing exactly where it would take me, but really trusting that it was the right step. And it, it ended up being a perfect fit. Like it's, I, I, it's a, it's a perfect fit. And now I know why <laughs> that's, that's maybe too, to answer your question of like, why the clarity now it's like, Oh, now I know why coaching was such a good fit for me. It's because it aligns really, really well with what my natural strengths are. And I knew that, but I couldn't put words to it, but now I can put words to it. Mm. I found it very interesting that you, to me, kind of when you were in a comfortable place, you intentionally changed your place to yeah. throw yourself into <laughs> an uncomfortable situation or an unknown mm -hmm. to learn something about that situation and then do something else. Yeah. A lot of people find themselves in a place where they are not actually comfortable, but still don't throw themselves to a new place. So this is actually what the podcast is about, to help people to get unstuck. Yeah. And I was wondering what makes you this person, again, coming back to my first question, how can you make yourself act while it all looks scary, unknown, I think there's a really important lesson in trusting yourself. And this has kind of come to me recently, you know, thinking about it. And I shared some stuff on Instagram the other day, kind of to this, that when you are, we can all wake up and just keep doing the same thing every day. I call it the status quo island. Like we can just, we can convince ourselves that everything is going to be pretty stable, even though underneath it, we all know that things can change in an instant. We still are like, no, it's pretty predictable. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. 
do the same things tomorrow, generally that I did today, make the same decisions, have the same conversations. And I can, if things, assuming things persist, I can fairly confidently predict what's going to happen in my life over the next six months, a year, because it's what I've been doing. It's a status quo. It's very safe and predictable and comfortable. Now it might not make us happy. It might not, it might be deficient in some way. We might be totally burned out, but at least we, we've convinced ourselves that we know what's going to happen next. So when someone's thinking about a change, right? But people say, but I'm so stuck. I'm stuck in this, which is what that means is I just keep doing the same things every day. I'm not changing what I'm doing. So if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to keep creating what I've been creating. And I, I, I'm kind of starting to feel like I don't want to be on that path anymore. Well, the way to get off that is to start doing something different. And it doesn't have to be a big giant thing. Some people do that. Some people just quit their jobs and buy a van and leave. But for a lot of us, that feels that really challenges our identity. So getting unstuck is, I think, perhaps a code for trusting myself. Can I trust my, can I trust that I can handle something different? Can I trust that I can handle if things don't go quite like I think, can I trust myself to figure out what to do if it just in this place that I can't predict? And I think that just the more I've been thinking about it, the more I think that's a pretty critical piece of things is self-trust. And when I reflect back, I wasn't conscious of all this when I was 20 years old thinking about going into the Peace Corps. But when I look back, I think there must have been that in me. I must have just kind of been like, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I will figure it out. And that's what allowed me to say yes. That's what propelled me onto the plane, even as I was totally freaking out, was just this like thing in the back of my mind that I just knew I would be okay. And I don't know where that came from, you know, some kind of programming back there. I just knew I would be okay. And it, it helped me transcend that fear because the fear was there. But there was also this knowing that until I was in that space, like I wasn't who I fully wanted to be. Does that make sense? So for some people who are really stuck, it's more like, well, let's find one little way for you to do something different. Like, let's find a little way, a micro action, I call it, to, to mix things up a little bit. Is there one conversation you can have? Just one. Is there a request you can make? Just one. Like Coming back to the request that you yes. were talking about. Is there a different action you can take tomorrow than you would normally take that may give you some new information or that may prove to you that you can handle doing things a little bit differently. Because if you do a lot of little things differently, it adds up to a big shift sometimes. And um, yeah, what do you hear in that? I'm so curious. Yeah, 
I was actually there when you said I had this trust in me, whatever would happen, that I knew I will be able to deal with it and just yeah. move on with it. And I was asking, like I was waiting for asking the question, what gave you this trust where you answered yourself? I don't know where <laughs> this trust come from, probably some programming. <laughs> And I was thinking, how can we support people to develop this trust? Or how can people support themselves to develop this trust for themselves or touch back to what they have inside of them? They have to take some action. Mm. (laughs) I'm an activator. One of my top five strengths is activator. I like moving people into action. It is through action that I believe we develop trust in ourselves. I was in a place where a pretty quote unquote big looking action was was tolerable given now again remember I was 20 years old I had no you know I I I had a pretty strong sense of like freedom to go and try lots of new things I'm at a different place in my life right now I have young kids I we have a home like I I am not necessarily going to just be like I'm gonna walk away from it all just for the sake of doing something big and one of my values remains adventure. I just find different ways to do it. I find different ways. And a lot of it shows up in my coaching practice, right? It's my coaching practice for the past seven years has really been this beautiful playground where I can try new things and come up with new ideas and and experiment and different kinds of offers. and, And I've learned so much through that. And I can see now, again, that's just a very natural thing for me to do. Um, but me getting out of my comfort zone is going to look a little bit different than maybe when I was, you know, just out of college. But I think, so it looks different for everybody. If I was talking with someone and they said, well, how do I trust myself? I would say, let's come up with an experiment. Are you willing to try something new tomorrow than you did today? Because you're going to, confidence is a result. It's not a requirement. I'm sure you've heard that. And I think so often we all just kind of sit back waiting for confidence to show up when we all know that it doesn't work that way. I am so, we are so parallel in the beliefs that we have, like this taking action uh, and then reflecting on it, learning from it, building the trust with it, and then going forward is also the way that I work or I live myself. And what I hear from you is also like you have so much awareness of your values that you always kind of change your life in a way that fulfills that side of you. So I, I feel you are still playing around with your work and your life and creating this adventure for yourself. Yeah. So what are you doing? What am I doing? Well, I, I will be honest. I Coming up in this coming year, I would like to express, I would like to bring in a bit more consistency in my coaching practice and perhaps express the adventure in a different part of my life only because I think it serves me and it serves my audience to, to provide a bit more of a grounded focused, 
just conversation, let's say, rather than like, I'll switch things up every month and I want to try this, this, and this. It's a very natural thing for me to do to say, no, this coming year, like I want to focus on building powerful one-on-one partnerships with amazing women who want to find profound clarity about themselves and then apply it on the path that they're on. And if that's in their career, this is a perfect fit for it. If it's something else, I love big ideas. So, so that, and I want to use UMAP as a foundational tool to really kickstart that work. And that just, right. That just feels clear to me in a way it hasn't in the past, but I'm also like this. I keep saying this next season, you know, this next season, because I, I want to keep things open because maybe in 2021, I'll want to try something different. But for this present moment, that feels really grounded. And I also know that I've got to figure out maybe a different way to channel my ideation strength and my activator strength, because I know that I'm going to want to, you know, get other things started and try new things. And I just want to make sure I can keep those things in balance. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are someone that is doing that used to do multiple things at the same time for the joy of playing yeah. around experimenting. I love experimenting. I'm 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 an ideator and an activator. It's kind of like this combination of strengths. And I'm just like, oh, let's try that. Oh, let's try that. And I can get it started. Like I can go from an idea to a web page in hours. I mean Last year I woke up and I thought, I want to have, I want to go on walks with people and I just want to listen to them. And I, I can't say, any, all I can do is listen and ask questions. That's it. And it was like, oh, like amazing idea. I'm going to do it. And I made a website, listening walks, and they were great. And I had a button to schedule. I figured all the things out in a matter of hours. And I was starting to share it on my social media, like listening walks now available. I loved it. That's very easy for me to do. And you do that too much and people start to be like, so what, what is it you're doing? Are you doing, are you still doing those walks? Are you still doing this and this and this and this? And so I'm, I guess I'm experimenting this coming year with just being very focused and, and again, kind of homing in, you know, on this new clarity and sense of purpose I have in my work. And perhaps figuring out a new way to exercise those parts of me that are so just like beep, 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 beep. That speaks so much to me. You cannot yeah. imagine. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it together. It can be an accountability group and we'll be like, do you have a new idea? Yes. Do you? Yes. Don't do anything. Stay the course. What excites you for the future? What's in your horizon? I'm excited about, I have some really amazing women I've been speaking to recently who are excited about the possibility of some work together in the new year. I'm I'm excited to just continue having conversations like this and inviting those whose interests are piqued, you know, whose curiosity is kind of sparked to reach out and connect and to forge new relationships and potentially new coaching partnerships. Um, yeah, it feel it just feels really good for this next year to provide that kind of coaching support to the amazing 
client partners that I have the honor of working with and and I'm excited to see what those kind of partnerships it's like I as a maximizer as someone who like I like to take to work with people who are who are already like things are good but who want things to be even more awesome like it's so rewarding for me to watch my clients like take those steps and do those next big things and find that clarity and at the same time not be overwhelmed and not be in chaos like to feel really grounded in it and um i think that's what i'm excited about is watching what my my coaching partners and client partners do next that's uh, fantastic i can see your excitement and yeah. maybe people would like to be those uh new in these new partnerships how can they reach you sure well they can um my, my website is allegrastein.com so they can go there and it's pretty clear there's a, a button if they want to connect for a discovery call i'm a big fan of like connecting voice to voice so i invite people if they're curious potentially about a umap or about a longer partnership they can set that up and i would be happy to talk with them and just see if it's a fit that's really important is just seeing like could this could this could this work um if they want a bit of kind of like a softer approach they can connect with me over on instagram or on linkedin and both of those are i think linked at the bottom of my website so that would be awesome too but wherever you find me please say hi um because i just i love uh forging new relationships and getting curious and that would be awesome i would i would be honored if any of your listeners wanted to connect in that way i will be adding your um website information and your social media accounts to the blog post i will create after our conversation yeah, i will be sharing it yeah thank you very much it was a pleasure talking with you i find this conversation so helpful for myself first of all for connecting the dots yeah. like a lot of things that make sense and then there are new ideas emerging so as you said taking a time for yourself to reflect i think this conversation has helped me and i awesome. hope it will also help other people who are listening thank you so much for sharing your wisdom your story what you experienced that was really helpful Well thank you for having me on and and engaging in such an awesome conversation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I loved it. Thinking about it, I guess I missed to mention you in the beginning that I especially loved how she approached this courage of asking someone for something. and having both answers as a success either yes or no they are both good how would our life be when we approached everything like this either yes or no that's good either success or no success that's also good the important thing is again taking action as she reminded us taking action to feel the confidence taking action to get unstuck taking action to discover who you are these are what i learned from allegra again lots of dots connected in this episode for me 
If you'd like to know more about Allegra, get in touch with her. I'm including her contact details in the blog post that you can find, as always, on unique.com. Y-O-U-N-I-C-H.com. If you enjoyed this episode, maybe let someone know. Let someone that you love know about this podcast. It's always a joy having the opportunity to talk to you. If you like to listen to the next episode, it's coming next week. You can subscribe it on all the biggest podcasting platforms. Thank you very much and talk to you in the next episode.